That Naturopathic Podcast. TNP. Hello there. Hi, and thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Michelle Pobega, naturopathic doctor. And I'm Dr. David Miller, ND, and we hear your frustrations. This show is for you. This show is for you if you're feeling like your current healthcare strategy is not getting to the root cause or the underlying reasons for your health. This show is for you if you've been told that you're fine, but you definitely don't feel very well. This show is for you if you're walking out of your doctor's office with one, two, three, four, or even five medications without any mention of diet, lifestyle, or a long-term game plan. This show is for you if you've got several specialists taking care of you, but no one is really putting all the pieces together. This show is for you if you believe that health should be part of healthcare. These problems have solutions. We know it. Our patients know it. And we want you to know it. Naturopathic medicine is the solution that you should know about. Hey everyone, Dr. Dave here. As you probably know, this podcast is all about getting the word out there that naturopathic medicine has got some serious game. Educating and inspiring our listeners to work towards and achieve better health is what it's all about. But just like it takes energy and effort to invest in and strive towards greater health, it takes energy, effort, and financial support to do all the podcast things necessary to keep this message coming at you. So please afford me a moment to share our gratitude and give a real heartfelt thank you to our show sponsor, Cytomatrix Canada. Their patient focus vision of improving health outcomes with the use of high quality naturopathic doctor designed supplements is 100% in alignment with what we're trying to do here at the podcast. Their enthusiasm for supporting what we're trying to do for you, the listener, encourages us to keep producing content that will inform and inspire. Thanks again to our sponsor, Cytomatrix Canada. Okay, welcome to another episode of that naturopathic podcast. It's Dr. Dave here. Uh, naturopathic gut gangster gut whisperer hands-on gut whispering natural naturopathic medical detective just solo this week um i don't know why i introed myself like that but whatever i'm alone so i have to make up for um dr pobega not being here and she's fun so i'll do my best uh we're gonna keep it short today and and today might be more directed again to to the practitioners out there especially those who still uh who still find it important and uh, useful to do a physical examination of a person's corporeal structure, the body. You have to touch people's bodies if you're going to do good medicine. Still believe it. You can do a lot virtual, but I'm not backing down ever. You got to touch people's bodies. So uh, related to that, I thought I'd share uh, what I think is maybe one of the most underrated uh, physical examination techniques um, for abdominal uh, examination. And that technique is percussion. Um, and it's not even as easy as that because uh, when if you're if you're a clinician, doctor, naturopath, whatever, you, when you're thinking about percussion, you're probably thinking about what kind of a sound does percussion make? So it's kind of you do the tapping, on your interphalangeal joint uh, and you listen for the sound. So it's like a, it's a doctor uh, or clinician kind of focused thing where the patient just lays there and does nothing and doesn't probably give any feedback unless it really hurts or it hurts to some degree. So um, the way I use uh, percussion is a little bit uh, more subtle and um, fundamentally different in a sense, because what I'm doing when I'm doing percussion is I'm stimulating mechanoreceptors. Well, everyone's doing this when they do 
percussion, they just maybe don't know it or focus on it. I'm stimulating the mechanoreceptors of the tissues underneath with various, uh, often light or, you know, light to moderate amounts of, of force from the percussion. So, like I said, most people do it for the sound. You're listening for tympanic or dull, whatever. I, I found that's that side of percussion uh, not very useful day to day. I mean, maybe you're going to find the stomach is uh, a certain you know tone, sounds tympanic. Okay, that's nice. Sounds like a drum. Well, it should. So what's so weird about that? Um, if you, what are you going to do when you find an area, a quadrant of the abdomen that that sounds a little bit duller or more, more dull, doesn't give you much of an echo or, or high pitched tone or anything back. What are you going to do about that? Uh, probably not much. Most of the time, uh, it doesn't give you a lot of, I guess, specific actionable advice, uh, <laughs> data to work with and make a better assessment that leads you to make a better, um, you know, treatment choice for what's going on. So like I said, the, the fundamental kind of like philosophical, completely different view of this is to, to use the patient, not just your own senses. You're going to, you're going to use the patient, um, which therefore depends on patient communication, right? This, this kind of percussion will depend on patient communication. If you have a absolutely passed out, sleeping, drugged out, whatever patient, uh, it's not going to work. So, like like much of my understanding of the gut now, it depends on, and I need to give thanks to the uh, Boral Institute for the high level of training that uh, they provide. Uh, and thanks especially to Jean-Pierre Boral for doing the work that he does and, and um, hopefully changing my life and the whole bunch of lives of my patients who, who have done so well based on uh, his uh, teachings of osteopathic visceral manipulation. So when I started doing the visceral manipulation, I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm a gut focused guy and I couldn't let go of the fact that maybe I should do some percussion uh, while I learned to do this uh, technique, the visceral manipulation. So it's not taught in the course uh, curriculum uh, because, well, I guess with visceral manipulation, they're not really, they're not, the goal is not really to treat guts. It's, it's to, to treat structures and maybe, you know, just a pure osteopathic approach where they treat structures and functions therefore, um, but not necessarily from the, from the gastroenterology, uh, sorry, gastrointestinal lens, which I come at this with and I, I integrate into my GI focused uh, practice. So I was doing uh, percussion as I was learning how to do the osteopathic visceral manipulation and uh, the correlation um is almost 100% where you feel the issues doing the fascial kind of assessment as you learn in the osteopathic uh, world and where you will roughly feel um, that the patient's giving you some some feedback like, oh, it's a little more sensitive there. Uh, you know, I don't feel much there. I don't feel much there. Oh, it's a little heavier there. So again, it's it does depend on the patient giving you feedback. But because I've been doing it for a few years and noticing the correlation i think it's very significant so you know it takes a lot of more skill let's say and training to do the visceral manipulation osteopathic approach um 
but percussion is pretty easy and every naturopath should have learned it. Um, and every doctor should know it too. So, um, I highly recommend, you know, any clinician to start doing, uh, percussion, um, as part of the abdominal exam, and it will help you zero in on where the problem is. So even if, look, even if you, um, you therefore, so someone comes in, they've got gut issues, or you don't know if they have gut issues. It's just part of their overall health. You're assessing their gut. If you can narrow it down a little bit more to, okay, it's in the right hypochondrium, it's in the left hypochondrium, it's in the epigastric area, it's in the right lumbar, it's in the umbilical region, it's in the left lumbar, it's in the right iliac region, it's in the hypogastrium, or maybe it's in the left iliac region. Knowing that there's a, a sensitivity, let's say, and let's call it a relative sensitivity because it may not be pain. And this is very important if you're trying to convey this to your patients or you are the patient. I'm not looking for pain here. I'm looking for maybe a little bit increased sensitivity. It may not hit the threshold of what many people will call pain. So let's compare right to left, up to down. And really, that's all I do. I at least hit, let's say, I at least hit those nine areas, uh, right and left, hypochondria, lumbar area, and iliac region, and then epigastric, umbilical, and hypogastric. So at least when you know roughly where the patient is a little bit more sensitive, you have a much higher degree of you know, probability of finding out where the relevant structures are if they are mechanically irritated. Now, uh, remember, chemical sensitivity irritation can lead to mechanical, visceral, mechanical uh, irritation. So um, maybe there's been a longstanding uh, chemical irritation that now irritates the mechanical receptors. But regardless, you're going to find out where there's an organ or tissue area that is uh, that is more sensitive. Um, cause remember these, these areas will have a sort of lower threshold for physical, um, uh, let's say power, or they're just more sensitive. So they react to, to lower intensity stimuli when they're aggravated. So it's, 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 I can't believe it's not done more. And I actually looked on PubMed and I, I couldn't find much in the way of, uh, uh, I, I searched percussion, physical examination, abdomen, didn't find too much. And, and everything I read, just a, a cursory view was, was based on sounds. And it's, it's, uh, it's interesting that I, I don't hear much about this. So maybe I'll be proved wrong and like, I'll sound like a goof, but I don't think many people are doing it this way. And I, I think we should. Um, so uh, subtle is okay when it comes to the amount of, of uh, intensity or force that you're using. Um uh, and, and being aware of the referrals and radiation patterns. So if you tap, you know, you tap on, let's say the left side, um, the, uh, ascend, let's say the ascending side of the colon on the right. And then they say, Oh, when you tap there, I feel it on the right side. And it's almost like the mirror, the other side. Well, that gives you some information too. You're probably stimulating the whole colon. And like I've, I've said previously, the colon is, it really does act as one. When you, when you stimulate one side, often the other side, uh, reacts accordingly. So, you know, look for those patterns. Oh, when you tap on uh, that part of the stomach, I feel it radiating to my pylorus. Well, then check out the pylorus too. And this can, this can be very, very helpful. Um, again, the, the abdominal, the state of the, uh, the abdominal exam is, is really, really bad. I think in terms of like what I learned at naturopathic college, um, with all due respect, I, I didn't get much in the way of actionable uh, data from doing or actual information from from doing a half decent 
thorough conventional physical exam of the abdomen. Um, and if, if you're, you know, I don't know, I've, I remember getting exams by medical doctors where it's like they push so hard and they're like, Oh, does it hurt? You're like, yeah, it does hurt. Cause you're squishing my whole abdomen. Like it hurts. The whole thing hurts. And if you've got, um, you know, if you're trying to, to paint an elaborate sort of not elaborate, if you're trying to trying to paint a precise picture of what's going on, that, that sort of brute force exam, two hands poking in the whole abdomen. Well, I mean, what are you going to find with that? You, you can't, you cannot carve a, a beautiful sculpture with a sledgehammer. And so I'm asking uh, people to take a little bit of more time and, and get the communication style or uh, get the communication with the patient straight where you're saying, look, you don't have to feel pain. I just want to know, do you have a little different sensation here or there? No wrong answers. Just, oh, does it feel a little different here? Does it feel a little different there? Aha. Oh, it's all along the right side. Oh, we're on to something, you know, or, or it's all around the umbilical area. You got to think about the, the small intestine. You know, maybe you think about the liver, the connection to the umbilicus, um, and then the uracus, which comes down from there to the bladder. Like you, you, you will be able to put some of these pieces together, especially if you review your anatomy. Um, but yeah, like I said, you can't carve a, a beautiful sculpture with a sledgehammer. We need to be a little bit more precise, um, tone down the intensity and really up the communication with the patient and use them because their sensors are, are more what's important here. The way I'm using percussion, not my, uh, you know, ears to be able to hear some difference between dullness and I've found dullness on every side, like both sides up, down. I've found, you know, hollow feeling on, but it doesn't really help a lot of the time. Now there may be exceptions where like, so, okay. So if you feel, um, some dull dullness in uh, Traub space, so you're looking for splenomegaly. Okay, good. And the fact, look, if, if you're looking for splenomegaly with a physical exam, you're doing a great job anyway. But to be honest, spleens are hard to feel. Um, anyway, you, you can use percussion as a kind of sonar or more like AM radio. It's not as precise, I would say, as the visceral manipulation, uh, osteopathic evaluation, but man, it's a good place to start. You got to use uh, uh, the tools that we have. And I can't believe in 2022, I don't hear much about it or see much, but yeah, you can tell me if you know someone who's doing percussion this way, I'd love to hear about it and then have a chat with them because uh, they need to teach this. Uh, this is a very, very important uh, physical examination skill that I, I don't think is out there enough. And it will help you zero in on the most relevant uh, organs or tissues and that's going to make you have a better idea of what's going on where underneath all the, you know, the hidden area of the viscera. And then in the end, what it's all about is it's going to help you treat your patients better. So uh, that's what it's all about. We want to treat patients better. And there's still some, some stuff to learn in this virtual world. I'm saying get IRL, IRL, get in real life here, people touch people's bodies use percussion. And I think that people will get better outcomes. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.